dealing with the situation with my son, I had mixed emotions. You know, just being honest, I had mixed emotions. Now, men may handle stuff a little better than women or a mother, but I had to come to myself <laughs> and encourage myself, knowing that if God is for me, no one else cannot be against me. <laughs> I thank you, God. He said, cast my cares upon him because he cares for me. Like pastor was saying, take no thought. I mean, everything to look bad, is not bad. So dealing with all that, I heard, know who you're walking with. So we have a natural walk, putting one foot in front of the other. We have a spiritual walk, being led by God, by his spirit, a, work, a way a person conducts his or her life, a biblical expression for fellowship and obedience with God. So know who you're walking with. So either way, it's important to know who you're walking with, either if it's a natural walk or a spiritual walk. Because the Bible tells you, be careful who you hang around because it can corrupt good behavior. So I basically wanted to talk to the youth, the children, know who you're walking with. Hallelujah. So these questions came to me. Have you ever walked with someone that doubted you? Have you ever walked with someone that didn't trust or believe in you? Have you ever walked with someone that said, I got your back. I'm here with you all the way. Have you ever walked with someone who betrayed you? Have you ever walked with or knew someone, but when they were around certain people, they ignored you or denied they knew you? Have you ever walked with someone and asked them to pray for you, but you find them sleeping or you find them gossiping about you? Have you ever walked with someone or knew someone, but you didn't recognize them or vice versa until one of you said or did something? Now, that happened to me. And I just want to when we wore the mask, like when the COVID, I was speaking to this lady in the store. And then when she spoke back, that's when I realized who she was. But with the mask on, I did not re recognize her. But this is someone I went to school with. We stayed at each other's house, neighbors, cousins. And again, it happened at open house for the school. We had to meet in the gym. And this lady sat before me, right in front of me, her and her daughter. So I'm the type person. I'm just talking to her, you know, comparing the schedules and all that. So then when we, we went out separate ways, the kids had to go to meet their teachers, and they took the parents to another room. But we all had to meet back in that gym where the same lady came and sat beside me. And I'm just talking to her, being Shanita, just talking to her, being nice. So after it was all over, I called Chantrell. I'm like, Chantrell, who that woman? <laughs> who was that woman with the blue shirt on and the blue jeans and had the glasses on? And she told me. Somebody that was in our neighborhood, my cousin was Chantrell's classmate. And matter of fact, the lady that I was talking about and this lady are daughters. I mean, sister, daughter and mother. So it can happen. So if you never walk with someone who did any of these things, I ask you, I want you to walk with me. And I will show your man that did. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. I'm going to Matthew 26.
Starting at verse 31. Then Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter answered and said to him, Even if all are made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, that this night before the rooster crows, you would deny me three times. Peter said to him, even if I have to die with you, I would not deny you. And so said all the disciples. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples, sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, what? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, a second time, he went away and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. And again, he came and found them asleep, for their eyes were heavy. So he left them, went away again, and prayed for the third time, saying the same words. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going, see my betrayers at hand. But I'm going to look at, are you still sleeping and resting? Are we still sleeping? Are we still resting? There's so much going on in the world. You know, the enemy is at work, but are we sleeping? Are we resting but let us arise and do what we're supposed to do as children of God. Verse 47, and while he was still speaking, behold, Judas, one of the 12, with a great multitude with the, with the sword and clubs, came from the chief priests and elders of the people. Now, his betrayer had given them a sign saying, whomever I kiss, he is the one sees him. Immediately, he went up to Jesus and said, greetings, rabbi, and kissed him. But Jesus said to him, Friend, why have you come? Then they came and laid hands on Jesus and took him. And suddenly one of those who were with Jesus stretched, stretched out his hands and drew his sword, struck the servant of the high priest, and cut off his ear. But Jesus said to him, Put your sword in its place, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Or do you think that I cannot now pray to my father? And he will provide me with more than 12 legions of angels. How then could the scripture be fulfilled that it must happen thus? In that hour, Jesus said to the multitudes, have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to take me? I sat daily with you teaching in the temple and you did not seize me. But all, but all of this was done that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all other disciples forsook him and fled 
So right now, we already see that they were sleeping. We see those that forsook him. So let's go to um, verse 69 in the same chapter. Now, Peter sat outside in the country yard, and a servant girl came to him saying, you, are, you also were with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied it before them all saying, I do not know what you are saying. And when he had gone out to the gateway, another girl saw him and said to those who were there, this fellow also was with Jesus of Nazareth. But again, he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. And a little later, those who stood by, the, by came up and said to Peter, surely you also are one of them for your speech betrays you. Then he began to curse and swear saying, I do not know the man. Immediately a rooster crowed. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus who had said to him, before the rooster crows, you would deny me three times. So he went out and wept bitterly. So we see who denied him. So let's go to Luke. 24. Um, verse 9. Then they all returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. And their words seemed to seemed to them like idle tales. They did not believe them. But Peter arose and ran to the tomb, and stooping down, he saw the linen cloths lying by themselves, and he departed marveling to himself at what had happened. Now behold, two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. And they talked together of all these things which had happened, so it was while they conversed and reasoned that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were restrained, so they did not know him. And he said to them, what kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and are sad? Then the one who, whose name was Cleopas answered and said to him, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? And have you not known the things which had happened in the in there in these days. See, now they're calling him a stranger, and he's far from being a stranger. <laughs> so let's look at verse 28. Then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated, Jesus indicated that he would have gone farther. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is towards evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them. Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread, blessed, and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished from their sight. Okay, let's go to verse 20. We're walking, we're walking. Amen. Let's go to John 20. Verse 24. Now Thomas called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, we have seen the Lord. So he said to them, unless I see in, his, see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. 
And after eight days, his disciples were again inside and Thomas with them. Jesus said, the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, reach your finger here and look at my hands and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. But blessed are those who have not seen me and yet believe. So we see that G Judas betrayed him with a kiss and 30 pieces of silver. Peter denied him not one time, not two times, but three times. They fell asleep one time, two times, three times. Thomas doubted him. They all forsook him when they was arresting him, but they all said they would be there for him. They didn't recognize him when he was walking with them and said he was a stranger, but they walked with him all the time. So I said all that to say this. It doesn't matter who has betrayed you. It doesn't matter who has doubted you. It doesn't matter who have left you or forsook you or ran out on you. It doesn't matter who has lied to you or ignored you. It doesn't matter who has forgotten you or talked about you. And it's not about what people said or say about you. It's about what God said and say about you. It's not about who put you down. It's about who lifts you up. And it's not about who um, called you out of your name. It's about who know your name. Now, as long as you are walking with the one who will never leave you nor forsake you, walk with the one who loves you, walk with the one that cares for you and believes in you and takes care of you. Walk with people that do not try to silence you when you're calling on the name of Jesus because we just heard in the name of Jesus, demons tremble. They have to flee. Power in the name of Jesus. Just like blind Bartimaeus, when he was calling on the name of Jesus, they tried to silence him and they warned him to be quiet but you cannot silence the name of Jesus. Now let me tell you I had someone to tell me that all I talk about is Jesus. All I talk about is God. They said all you talk about is going to church. Who is this God? They want to know where's this great God that I proclaim to be so great. But let me tell you where he was. He was at Jack Club um, September the 5th when this same girl that told me this stuff, she blocked me from Facebook. She blocked me from calling her. All I talk about is God. But that's okay because God is good to me. So, but he was good to her up there at Jack's. Lord Hammers with these glasses, y'all. Yeah, in that shooting, some got hurt, two got killed, but she was standing beside one of the ones who got shot. God is good. That was God. God was Jack September the 5th. Was there so you have to walk you can't silence God you can't silence me it makes me cry even more God is good to me hallelujah you told you all about God I'm saying God is good you don't know my story hallelujah I may not know all the scriptures I may not remember all the scriptures but one thing I do know I know God is good I know God is great I know he loves me I know he takes care of me and I know he has been so wonderful to me God has been good to me. He put food on my table, clothes on my back. He put shelter over my head. When I went through the storm, he was with me. The, you know, the fire, I didn't get burned. When I went through the flood, I wasn't overtaken. They did not drown. I didn't drown. God is good to me. Then in all the abusive relationships, I came out alive. I came out safe, not harmed. God is good to me. I'll tell you what. 
leaving the stoves on and going to town. You know, having gas leaks in your house and you don't know about the gas leak. God is good to me. The weapons were formed, but they never prosper. They didn't prosper. They never prosper. Even though, I'm telling you what, everything that seemed bad is not bad. God is working it all out for my good. Hallelujah. He kept me alive during COVID. I may not have had it bad as others, but he kept me here. He kept me here. I thank you, God, for a sound mind. Hallelujah. So you walk with God. Walk with the one that holds you up and lifts you up and take care of you and breathe life into you. Who else you going to walk with? Walk with people that would lead you or carry you to Jesus. Now I'm thinking about the paralytic man. Now he was with people and, and in company with people they couldn't get to Jesus because too many people were there. But you had to have the idea like the lady with the issue of blood. I'm going to press towards. I'm going to press. It's, it's crowded and so much going on, but I'm pressing. I'm pressing. I'm pressing and I'm pressing. So these guys couldn't get him through. So what they do? They lowered him down through the roof. Well, in this day, we're not lowering anybody down through the roof. We're lifting them up through the roof in prayer and intercession. We're going to raise the roof. So that's who you want to walk with. We're going to raise the roof. But you want to walk with people that's leading you to, to God, not trying to silence you. I mean, God, thank you, God. So when we walk with God, he tells us how to walk. And I'm not going to read all these. I mean, I'm going to read all of them, but y'all will have to go to all of them. Proverbs 2 and 7. He's a shield to those who walk up rightly. So we're walking up rightly. We are the um, righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Yes, God. We're in right standing with God. Romans 6, 4 through 7. Walk in the newness of life. I'm going to go to that one. Romans 6. Romans 6, 4 through 7. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism unto death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. That newness of life. Everything new. Everything new. When I first heard that song with Ty Trippett, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. But then I had to listen again. Everything new. New, new, new. Everything new. So that means we mortify the deeds of the flesh. We, we are we're buried with him. We rose with him. Everything's new. No more sin. Everything new. We are new creations in Christ Jesus. So we walk in the newness of life. And we walk in the spirit. That's Galatians 5, 16. We walk in the spirit. We shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. In Galatians 5.25, if we live in the Spirit, let us walk in the Spirit. Let us walk in love. Let us walk in joy and peace and long-suffering and meekness and happiness and faithfulness and self-control. We don't want to walk in the flesh. We want to walk in the Spirit. Yes. And we walk by and not by Hallelujah. Because now faith is the substance of things hoped the evidence of things not seen. So I always think the scripture says these light and momentary affliction for our ways for us, eternal weight of glory. Because we look not at the things that are seen, but the things that are not seen. 
Because the things that are seen are only temporal, but the things that are not seen are eternal. So we walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. Ephesians, um, Ephesians 5 and 2. And love, walk in love, as Christ also have loved us and given himself for us. That's love. That is love. Walk in love as Christ also have loved us and given himself for us. Colossians 1.10. Walk worthy of the Lord. Gosh, how do I walk worthy of the Lord? Fully pleasing him. Bearing fruit in every good work. Increasing in the knowledge of him. Walking worthy of the Lord. Walking worthy of the calling, which we were called. Now, we all were called. We called to something. To holiness. To peace. Um, we got the gift of reconciliation. The ministry of reconciliation. Holiness. Righteousness. We are called. So we have to accept the call. So be worthy. Walk worthy of the calling. And um, Psalms 86 and 11 and 3 John, John 4 speaks of walking in the truth. He want to know that we are walking in the truth. What else can you walk in? You don't want to walk in disobedience. You don't want to walk in error. You want to walk in the truth. And this is the truth. So I choose to walk with the one. The great I am. I mean, God is so good. God is great. God is great. I want to walk with the lifter of my head. The one who calls me friend. The one who calls me his own. I want to walk with the one who daily loads me with benefits. A very present help in a time of need. The one who gives me strength from day to day. The one who's strong when I'm weak. The one who never sleeps nor slumber. My strong tower. I want to walk with my healer. My deliverer. The all-knowing, all-seeing, all-powerful God. I choose to walk with him. Know who you're walking with. The one whose mercies are made new daily. Whose grace is sufficient for me. I want to walk with the true and living God. I don't want to have to carry a God. I want to walk with God. I want to walk with the God to have eyes and see, ears that can hear and talk. Not the one that I have to carry around. Walk with my God. So we're walking with God. Know who you're walking with because God is faithful. He is so faithful. He would never let us down. And my little grandson back there, he's turned around yesterday. He said, Grandma, you know, God always got your back. Thank you. Say, God always got my back. Yes. So he's God's a covenant making God, not a covenant breaking God. Just think about the rainbow, God's covenant between God and the earth. We just thank God for being able to live inside of us with his power, with his anointing that destroys yokes and removes burden. You know, things, like I said, things happen in life, but you have to know who you are, who you belong to, who lives inside of you. You have to know that. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. If God said it, he's going to do it. If we ask, God said we shall receive. If we knock, the door will be open. Seek and we will find. And I just want to go to Romans 8. Y'all know I'm not a long-winded preacher. Uh, Romans 8. 
Thank you, God. Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many, many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. And whom he called, he justified. Whom he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? If he did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen. Who is even at the right hand of God? Who also makes intercession for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulations, no, famine, no, nakedness, peril, sword, inflation, no. For your sake, we are all killed. We are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor any, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. He lives inside of us. Now, one thing I thought is a scripture, uh, Mark 5, 1 through 20, where Jesus was coming and this guy, the man came out with the demons and his name was Legion. So they went to the pig and the pig went over into the water. But one thing I did not understand is that these people didn't know who they was walking with. So they went and told what had happened. And they came and they begged Jesus to leave the region. Now who's going to tell the power source to leave the region? You have to stay connected to the source. I mean, you're not going to tell Heart EMC, Georgia Power, Duke Power to leave the region. You have to stay connected to the power. So they got mad. I mean, they seen a man that was possessed with demons and seen him in his right mind. But they got mad and begged him to leave. I didn't understand it. A man, I'm talking about that cast out demons, raised people from the dead, you know, set captives free, you know, turned water into wine. I'm just saying God who healed all the sick. I mean, I'm trying to think, were they worried about the pigs? If I can say it was thousands of pigs, were they worried about the bacon or the ham? The chitterlings? What were they worried about? The pork roast? The income? The property? The sausage? I mean, why? Why would you tell a man that has all power, all powerful, to leave just because he set this man free. So he didn't know. They didn't know who they was walking with. Thing is, know who you are walking with. In this life, I mean, know who you're walking with. Walk with your head up. 
It is scripture say, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be you lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. He is the king of glory. So lift up your head. Know who you are walking with. They just didn't know um, they had to stay connected. They just didn't know who he was. And I'm just thinking about the ones that did walk with him. Peter. And then when he said, when Peter denied him, he said, Peter, when you return to me, strengthen your brother. So we live we um, serve and walk with a forgiving God, you know, a kind, merciful God. He is divine. We're only the branches. And without him, we are nothing. So I don't care who Buddha and all the rest, I don't know the name, Muhammad and all them. I don't care who it is, the president, vice president, whoever. You have to know who you're walking with. I mean, no judge, no lawyer, nobody is more powerful than God. They, too, got to stand before God. Yes, every knee going to bow. Every tongue going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He's worthy. So you have to wait on him. You have to wait. Like I said, I had so many mixed emotions. But thank God for being my strength. Thank God for being my peace. Thank God for being the lifter of my head. Thank God for being my way maker, my miracle worker. Thank God for being Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Jehovah Shalom, my peace. Jehovah Shammah, he said he'll never leave me nor forsake me. Jehovah seeking you, my righteousness. El Elyon, the most sovereign and high God, we thank you for being Elohim, our creator. We thank you, God, because you are God. And there's none like you nowhere. So know who you're walking with. Not like the children. Know who you are walking with. Again, remember, it's two walks. The natural walk and the spiritual walk. You better know who you are walking with in the natural. And you better know who you're walking with in the spiritual. Because listen. Listen to your parents. Listen. Do not be disobedient. You know, you can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength. You know, you be the light. Don't follow the darkness. Be the light. Be the light. You don't have to follow the crowd. So let them see light in you. And like the lady that came the other Sunday, thank her friend. She blessed me, you know, just by saying how you have to have balance and, you know, being honest about how she felt. While you have feelings and you have emotions, but you have to stay connected. Like I say, stay in church, being fed from one another. Because if it had not been for that, I wouldn't be here. I'm just saying I thank God for my bishop. Thank God for my first lady. I thank God for pastor, assistant, surprise. <laughs> I mean, so know who you're walking with is so important. It may not, well, it's a scripture to say everything to seem right is not right. And I'm going to say everything to smell good is not good. Everything that looks good is not good. So just think that Judas betrayed him with a kiss. And you might want to know who you're kissing or who's kissing you. I mean, the silver and all that three coins. No, because some people can be so close to you. And that's what I just tell my son. Everybody you think it's for you is not for you. Everybody, you know, they can be close enough to you to see all your negatives or your positives. Stick close enough to you to see 
your strength and your weakness. Think about Samson and, Gal um, Samson and Delilah. You know, he knew what not to do, but being entrapped by that woman. So know who you are walking with because you don't fall quick enough, they'll push you. So stay with God, the one who covers you. You have to think about Psalms 91 when he said, that he will cover you with his feathers and hide you under the shadow of his wing. He said, though thousand fall at this side and 10,000 at that side, but it will not come near you. You don't have to be afraid of the terror at night, nor destruction at day, nor the noise and pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the hours to fly by noonday. He said, I give angels charge over you to keep you in all of your ways. We thank you, God. He said, well, long life, long life will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. So have wisdom. He said, ask for wisdom. If you need wisdom, ask for wisdom. It will lengthen your days. And if you don't listen, it will show your days. So I just thank you, Lord. I'm thinking about the scripture, Matthew 7. And it tells you in Matthew 7, um, verse 13, he tell you what gate. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. So when people want to say, well, everybody's doing it, I don't like to hear that. Because <laughs> everybody's not doing it. You know, you kids, everybody's doing it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. Beware of the false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by the fruit. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear good fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I'm just going to jump to verse um, 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I would liken him to be a wise man yes, who built his house on the rock. Yes, so when the rains descend, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, it did not fall. For it was founded on a rock. So that means when things come in your life, the rain's beating. I don't know what kind of storm it may be. Maybe a hurricane, tornado, whatever. But everybody, everybody will have storms in their life. But the Bible is telling you right here, if you listen to the word, when these things come in your life, the rain, the winds, the floods, you will not be overtaken. You will not fall. You will not stumble, but you will stand because you are built on the rock. But, two walks of life. But, Everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And when the rains descended, the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house. It fell. And it said, great was the fall. So it's telling you how to walk, what to listen to, which road to take, the narrow road, because the broad road is full of everything. So, again, know who you're walking with. Walk. Wait on him. Just wait. Because the Bible say, well, I would say for myself on this, in um, the scripture, Psalms 27, I would have lost heart if I had not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. 
So much happens, but you still have to hold on and have faith and believe. Trust and believe that God's going to do exactly what he said he's going to do because he lives inside of me. And I thank you, um, Isaiah 41. They said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength and they shall mount up with wings as eagles. A wings as eagles. A eagle soars through the storm. Soars through the storm. They, grab, they gain strength in the storm. So we will mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, but they shall walk and not faint. So be a good cheer. Be a good cheer. He said, trials and tribulation will be in this world, but be a good cheer. I have overcome the world. Thank you, God. Acknowledge him. Love him and know him for yourself. Again, know who you are walking with. God Almighty. Ooh, we that good. Yeah, it is. You got to know who you walking with. Amen. She said, in this physical world and spiritually, you got to know who you walking with. Hey, all right. Amen. Just because you got an opinion don't mean that it's a God opinion. You got to know who you're walking with. Ain't <laughs> that right? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You know, uh, Sister Shanita, as you were speaking, I could, just, I could see vision, see stuff that you were saying. And the truth is, that should be important to people. You better believe it. I love people. I just know that I love people. Do anything to help them. Anything to help people. Amen. I won't always go along with the people that I help. Uh-uh. Because everybody's not choosing to walk the right way. You mean, I love you. Be there for you. But I don't know about me. You walking together because, you, you know, you got people have to make a decision how they want to walk. Shame man, church. I'm telling the truth. So, sister cover every scripture in the Bible. She cover every scripture in the Bible. <laughs> and so, leaving you no space, nowhere to run. You got nowhere to run. Yeah, she blocked the front door, the side door. Amen. You ain't got no way to get away from that. Amen. You, you, the only thing you do that walk it. That's all you do. Come on, somebody. Glory be to God. Amen. What a beautiful message. What a beautiful message. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Beautiful message. You, you, you uncover everything. You just, you put it. Can nobody say they didn't get nothing out of that? I'm just trying to end this thing. People. I have family members too. Yes, 
But even my own children will tell you how I stand with stuff. In fact, y'all heard them say it. What, last birthday? Y'all heard them all say it. They say, dad is always the same. He, he ain't going to make no difference with none of us. None of us. Amen. As some of you, amen. Uh-oh, here I come. And I'm glad I don't know who you are. Okay? Might be one of mine. I don't know. But I'm going to say it. Sometimes your family members are going the wrong way. And you know they are. And then you take side with them going the wrong way. You better talk to Jesus about that because his mother shows up and his brothers and sisters. And he's in there ministering to people who's sitting at his feet. And they say, tell Jesus, come on out of there. Come on. Tell him his mama's out here. The Bible said that they said, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Your, your mama and them out there. Mama and them. Jesus said, who is my mother and my brothers and sisters? He said, these. Where are they, y'all? Where are they, y'all? I like Jesus. That's your mama. He said, you don't get it. These are. How many of y'all know that that's true? How many of y'all know that if Mary had not ever gotten it together, all the brothers, all the sisters, they would not have been with him. They had to learn who he really was. They were trying to make him be fleshly. Carnal. And he was going about doing his father's business. Hello, children. And so you have to understand that. See, that message, amen, said a whole lot. I don't know whether you know it or not. You have to know who you're walking with. You ready for this? You quoted it. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. How many of you also know why you're looking for uh, 1533? How many of you know that a little leaven leavened the whole lot? How many of you know that? Yeah. It's who you keep company with. Because people draw off you. Do you know that? Do you know that? And they will suck all the God life out of you. I'm going to say one more thing before I leave this alone. You ready? Now this is going to touch y'all later, but I'm going to leave out here for y'all because y'all ain't going to bother me. You ain't going to bother me. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. When there are people around you that try to keep you carnal, because they enjoy you better when you're carnal than they do when you're spiritual. You better, you better learn which one means the most to you. Now, you. now, did you hear me? All right? Because some of y'all, some of y'all are married. Amen. You, your mate and your spouse don't want to be spiritual like you. You better watch that because she also mentioned 
uh, Samson could stay away from Delilah. And he messed around and put his head in her lap. And the anointing and the power he walked in was gone. It was gone. Now you listen to me? Amen. The way it's supposed to be with married couples, you're supposed to be a builder for each other. The Bible says two is better than one because when one is going down, the other one's there, it's lifting back up. Are you with me? So, so, so people, you're about the same thing. You're not about two different things. You're about the same thing. Are you with me? Yeah. When, when, you, when, you, when you see your wife praying, brother, when you see your wife praying and you start depending on her prayer because you're not a prayer, that, that's not going to be good for the house. Maybe you're not a talker, but grab her hand then. Take her hand. Amen. And affirm in her spirit that, yes, yes, baby, that's right. Let's pray in Jesus' name. Maybe you don't say that much. Amen. But pray in tongues. Amen. And do that thing together in that house. Amen. Don't have one being spiritual and the other one always being loose. Because the danger in that is that the loose one can cause the spiritual one to become loose too. I ain't going to take that back. I ain't going to take that back. You got one in that house that's spiritual and the other one is loose. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Before long, you're going to start losing something. And before long, you're going to start playing their game. Hello, I don't, I don't live in the house of none of y'all. We're talking about like, like, like I know what you're doing. I don't know about what you're doing. I'm just telling the truth as it is a truth. It is a truth. You got one that's spiritual and trying to live for God. You got the other one that like to play it on straddle the fish. Amen. I'm telling you right now, if they keep it up, amen, you better keep your strength. Because if you don't, if you start losing strength by, by going with them where they like to go, you're going to start losing stuff just as sure as I'm standing here. It's true. Yeah. Do, are you ready? Yeah. Oh, come on, come on, baby. Ain't nobody, come on, ain't nobody going. Come on. Just, come on, we just doing this for right now. Don't go. Sit in the car and wait for him to come back. Don't go. Don't go with him. Don't go with him. Because, because when people are doing wrong to get lonely, they want you with them. Amen. Don't go with them. Let them go by themselves. Don't go. Stay there and read your Bible and pray in tongues. Y'all hear me? Yeah. Know who you walking with. No. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Make, make that home holy. Make the atmosphere in that house holy. Amen. I mean, really, make the atmosphere in that house just a holy. You know, to the old one say, don't you get tired of hearing all them church songs and all that stuff? Yeah. Kill them demons. Yeah. Yeah. Kill them. Yeah. Amen. 
Thank you for tuning in. We know that for those who receive, your lives have been radically transformed by the power of the Word of God. Today is the day of your salvation. Are you ready to grow in your walk with the Lord? We are located at 3701 Atlanta Highway, Suite 16 in Athens, Georgia. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So to hear today's message again, visit our website at trueagapechristianchurch.org. Thank you and God bless you.